Hello, public. Thank you for downloading the podcast, Don't Believe the Hype, the podcast where I, Josh Pugh, speak to a different comedian every week about the things that they think are overrated. This week's episode is with friend and comedian, Glasgow-based comedian, Christopher McArthur Boyd. We had a really good chat about the things that he thinks are getting too much respect, uh, and one item that he thinks deserves more respect. It was a really good episode. Uh, nice to speak to him. Don't get to speak to him very much. Um... Because he lives in Glasgow and I live not in Glasgow. Um, so yeah, thanks for downloading the podcast. I hope you're well in lockdown. I hope you're coping. It feels different this time. This this lockdown feels different. I don't know what it is. Like it was uh, the clap for heroes yesterday. I'm recording this intro on Friday. It was a clap for heroes yesterday at 8 o'clock. And uh, on my street, out of a possible 60 house houses... Uh, I'd say zero went out clapping. And that's not because we've, I don't think it's because we've got a, you know, we've lost respect for our key workers. I think it's more of a behavioural fatigue and the gesture now feels hollow. I think it's time to actually back these, um, (laughs) back these services financially. What am I talking about? Why have I got into this? Uh, as you can tell, I probably don't, you know, I don't plan these introductions, as I'm sure you can tell. Um, but the episode is well worth listening to. So thanks for downloading. Give us five stars on iTunes if you think that is um, appropriate. Tell your friends about us. Uh, see you soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs> if you say anything really bad, it's got to be right at the start, or right at the end. That's the only edit right. you can do. Uh, sure thing. <laughs> how are you getting on what's this um i'm not taking a piss when i ask this because you're doing a lot of twitch ain't you i've stopped oh have you well i wanted yeah. to ask you what it is and how you do it and how you <laughs> how you make money isn't it? you can make money on it yeah i mean that's it's kind of like stand-up where people would be like oh man how'd you been doing stand-up you can make a bit of money on that and you're like yeah if you do it for like two years and you spend every fucking waking minute thinking about it you can Maybe me. You can scrape a living. I did. A, <laughs> I did, yeah. did my tax return the other day for. It would have been 2018, 2019. Yeah. No, 2019, 2020, and I was like, "Fucking, how have I survived?" <laughs> it's like uh, it's tough. Man. Yeah. It's tough. But I'd have it back now, mate. In a heartbeat, if it was back, I'd be all over it. I would, literally. People say this like I would kill for that. I would kill a person. <laughs> Having said that, anybody, I, I can't imagine traveling more than an hour from a house either. Oh, 100%. No, I mean, I wanted to stand up in my neighborhood. <laughs> I had a gig in London, uh, like between lockdowns, and I just, the day came, or the day before it, and I went, I cannot do this, man. Like, I cannot sit on a train for five hours. <laughs> Did you pull out? Um, I pulled the phone. I, I, I just said, I can't, I can't do this. I was so excited. I hadn't done stand up in like five months. And I was like, yeah. this is going to be the first step to climbing the ladder to getting back to where my life should be. And then it wasn't. I'm up for anything as soon as it starts getting dark. You mean until it starts getting dark and they're like, oh, fuck. It's actually- after, after 2 p.m., I'm like, if we could just go back to the house now, that'd be great. If we, I'd kill for a gig in my neighbourhood. <laughs> yeah, 
that would be cool. I'm not really up for traveling and I don't like being out too late. And honestly, I got a wee sore throat. I don't really like talking too loud. <laughs> and my sense of humor has really changed as well in the last year. So I'm not really interested in being funny, but I cannot wait to get back on the stand up horse and just yeah. <laughs> churn out some shit. I've got something I want to say to you, right? Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah. I remember when we met in Australia, we were kind of thrown into a house together and I'm not really good at like making friends and stuff but I remember the first time we hung out just me and you do you remember no the first I don't remember the first time I can remember why why what happened (laughs) it was just like I'm quite I don't know I basically said to you I was like Josh what kind of uh, music do you like and you were like oh just anything I was like what kind of bands do you like? And you were like, oh, the Rolling Stones. And then we just stuck on the Rolling Stones and listened to like four songs. And then I left and had a wag, I think. <laughs> oh, God. That, because that was in Australia. And at the first bit, that was, you were very much sure. Because <laughs> the second, what is that noise? You're going to have to, you got to address that noise at some point. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know you could hear it. <laughs> you can't just keep it <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I want. I mean, I would really love to have my own podcast, but my living situation just now doesn't really allow me to have. You know, I've got a busy street through a paint, a single pane of glass here. You know, my door's constantly ringing. I can't stop buying shit on Amazon. It's getting delivered. That was my doorbell, by the way. Was it? I, you you dealt with that. How I deal with hecklers. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Pretend that no one no one heard it. Well, yeah, unless a guy came into the room, and then I would, I would deal with it. You know, I mean, if, if, the, if the delivery guy was like, "I've been fucking banging that door," where the f-? and then you like smacked through, I would um, deal with that. Yeah, and by dealing with, you mean say, "Have a good night," and just move on to whatever you're talking to, whatever you're talking about. <laughs> oh man, the idea, yeah. Deal, yeah. I mean, I haven't really spoke to a human much in the last. Well, other than like my my girlfriend, but I haven't really spoke to human beings much. Because so your, your your girlfriend is in our world as well as she she's does is she lighting or she she was when I met her yeah uh, but she kind of quickly realised that uh, it's kind of a not that being a lighting designer is a shit life or anything but she just wanted a bit more stability than yeah. being someone who goes to fringes professionally and look I mean it's paid off because we would have been like homeless this year if she hadn't. <laughs> So what what are you doing? So what what was Twitch? So Twitch is like um gaming, isn't it? I'm not being deliberately obtuse. I, I honestly don't know. You just what it don't is. know. No, it's. Have, I know. Have you ever um, watched one? I might have done, but I didn't. Not on Twitch. Would it be on YouTube and that? Sometimes people record the Twitch streams, then put it up on YouTube. I yeah. think I might have seen that, and it was like a guy. The majority of the screen is like the game, isn't it? Then you're like, yeah, a and then you're like in the corner. corner, you're a wee box in the corner. Yeah. So it's kind of like you attach, uh, one way of doing it is you attach your PlayStation and your TV to a wee box, and then the box goes out of your computer, and the box captures what's happening on this TV. Yeah. Man, I meant and... when I said, how'd you do it? I wasn't looking for like the practicalities of like setting up the equipment. I mean, like, what? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I wasn't expecting you. You need to be more, you need to be more specific. Like what, but what? So I'm watching you playing on a game. 
you're watching me playing a game and I'm talking to you. And are you talking to me or are you commentating on the, the game itself? A bit of both. So I'll be like, okay, uh, we are going up to this uh, castle right now with the sword in hand. No, yeah. I would never say that, actually. I would just kind of go, I would talk about my day and then people would come up in the chat box at the side and say, oh, what's happening? I go, all right, what's happening? Uh, I'm trying to oh, so they're not even really, the game is almost independent of what you're talking about, isn't it? That's kind of like ba- almost background music, isn't it? And it's it's more about you as a person, is it? Because yeah, you know, I'd expect you to be voicing the character in the game. I did a bit of that. I used to yeah. play Pokemon and I'd be like, oh my God, I would love to be a Pokemon master, but my Charizard isn't quite <laughs> strong enough and stuff like that. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, you don't need to play games like Roscoe, when he does it, our friend Roscoe McClelland, he does Twitch streams, but most of the stream is just him talking to people. Right. And like he he does like cartoons and stuff, and you can pay a wee bit of money, one of the cartoons will come up, and uh, it's good. I honestly think I'd enjoy. I think this is one of these things that sounds it sounds shit, doesn't it? It sounds shit, but I think <laughs> it it does. So it? as we you know, everything everything sounds shit though. Like yeah. stand up sounds terrible. Like <laughs> yeah, it does. But I think I think I'd really actually like it if I was watching something, and I think I'd like you can do like driving simulators and stuff, can't you? You can do truck driving simulators, or yeah. it, flight simulators. It's really just like, do you know when you would play games as a wee guy? And, and you're chatting to your mate. You're chatting to your mate. It's, you're not really there to play Mario Kart. Like Mario Kart's a good background game. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, you don't need to focus on it too much. It's mildly competitive. So but it, it's just but an it, excuse to talk. But it's also enough, isn't it? Like the game is, it needs enough of your attention that you're in mm-hmm. you have to be present it's not just like you're watching white no- do you mean it's got to be enough to keep you in it isn't it yeah and uh yeah you need to kind of pick your game right there's some games that just don't work for a stream like roscoe was trying to do like a fun chat stream but he was playing a game called doom eternal <laughs> where like you have a chainsaw and you're in hell and you're like carving skulls in half with your like blade saw yeah, <laughs> can't really chat through that. Do you know what I mean? I've um, I'm not a gamer by any means, but I've got a I've got a PS3 like I had when I was living <laughs> at my mum's. Yeah, and uh, before lockdown, I bought um a boxing game, Fight Night Champion. It's called. Oh yeah, I, think my I, pal had that. I used to have it like when it came out in 2011. <laughs> so yeah. when I put when I put the disc in, it brought up put back all my old um, well all my old saves from before, yeah. and I created myself. Is this a six guy? <laughs> Ten years ago, that's obviously how I saw myself. Honestly, I take a picture. I'm like this massive like, abs, and that it's like six foot eight black. So, my pal did that as well. My pal Connor, he had that exact game. He had it for the Xbox 360, I think. But he yeah. also never got out of his house, and he, his avatar did not look like him. You know? <laughs> well, you're not gonna, Jimmy. You. But you can't play realistically if you're creating yourself. Like you used to create yourself on football games, mm-hmm. and like you put yourself, that's... put yourself straight in the first team, like aged eleven, <laughs> <laughs> five foot one. I don't know. I've always kind of had this a healthy sense of who I was. So when I was making characters for like SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain in two thousand and like five or four, I was making myself as like the shortest guy yeah. you could be, like. Finding the face that had glasses and shit, like in just a, making them a wee loser. Fighting in brown and panties matches. 
Uh, Mate, yeah. that whole like early 2000s, late 90s wrestling stuff. <laughs> yeah. That looking back now, that is it's a world away, isn't it? Like, um, yeah. like morally from like now, isn't it? <laughs> what do you mean morally? Just like like you think of the what they're called, the the women. I know that's the what div- they are the called. Divas. The divas, that is it. Yeah. Well, they're not called divas anymore. Yeah. They they stopped that because they were like, right, that's offensive. That they're all divas regardless <laughs> of personality. I, I had a gerbil called Lita. <laughs> I, I fancied Lita so Yeah, much, I did. Yeah. That's what that's why I had the gerbil called Lita. Yeah, she was like she was with I, the Hardy Boys, wasn't she? I know. I'm not yeah. sure which one she was with. <laughs> why did you? Why did you name your gerbil after someone you wanted to have <laughs> sex with? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I think it's about the time Richard Gale was doing his stuff, and I thought, ah. Oh. <laughs> um, we might as well go into your first uh, item. Oh, the, oh, yeah. Well, you've gone for uh, live music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody, everybody always says, like, oh, nothing beats live music. See when I go on a night out. I mean, I like to go to the cinema and I like to go to the pub and I don't mind the theatre, but nothing beats live music. <laughs> Some it, stuff does be that. Yeah. What and what are you talking about? Live music? You're talking a big band? Are you talking a guy in a, in a guy in a pub? A, a band? Do you know what I mean? Is it just the experience? Literally, literally from every level, from busker to <laughs> folk band in an Irish pub to kind of mid-level breakthrough act, you know, to like a music festival to Metallica in an arena where there's like metal coffins on the ceiling shoot <laughs> Every level, I just think it's fine, but it's not like a life-changing experience. There's not a reason to live on me. If you, ha- if you ever had like a an amazing experience of live music where you thought, oh God, that was, I was with my people, that was my music, that felt amazing. Kind of the opposite. Like, I always thought that that, <laughs> I always thought that, that would be the experience. And yeah. When I was when I was a teenager, I was like a metalhead, you know, I had like long shoulder length hair and like I wore denim jackets with the sleeves cut off and like skulls sewn into it. And like, uh, I remember... I'd never really met other metalheads, but me and my friends in school, we were trying to do it. And we went to see my first ever concert, Megadeth, at the Barrowlands Ballroom, 2007. <laughs> and I got to the queue and I was wearing my denim jacket. I, I I didn't have one, but some people did have them there. I really wanted one. I saw them in the heavy metal catalogs and it was like a bullet belt. So the yeah, whole belt was just yeah. bullet after bullet. And like I had the spiky wristbands on <laughs> and I was like just like so hyped and then i got to the queue and the queue was just like 400 of me <laughs> again oh I, yeah. I thought i was i thought i was a cool special guy but no just 100 400 500 sweaty virgins with like yeah the, the grossest long hair you've ever seen in your life you'd have felt more unique in a ranger shirt and a pair of adidas <laughs> exactly. yeah <laughs> but that's that's the worst thing and that's when a lot of you know, if ever I get sad in my life, it's when I'm expecting to feel something about something mm-hmm. which everybody says is great. And then when you get there, like, oh man, is this it? I feel awful. Yeah. 
it's kind of why I hate live music. I hate birthdays and I hate Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's always the expectation. We are going to have a good time. And then you're there and you're just like, well, live music especially. You're just like, here's an example. I remember going to see MGMT. Yeah. And Kids and Electric Fuel. This was only like two years after Megadeth. In the same venue, I went through a kind of sharp transition. <laughs> what, a, what a transition, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and like I was so excited to see them. But then, I, do you know that way when you're at a gig and they go off and they come back on to do the encore of like the best song that you've been waiting on? And yeah. you think, do you know, I could see this song played by these humans who I respect and love or I could like beat the rush. Do you know what I mean? Like I could get home I yeah could, i could be on the train when it's not packed do you know what i mean yeah it's uh and that, I, I don't like that just they just presumed or the assumed encore hey, it's like oh they've not finished they've gone off but we know they've not finished <laughs> if, if, apparently if there's any balls about them they just wouldn't come back on that's what happened in belgium a band i like called los campesinos who i have kind of had transcendent live music experiences with but at the same time they were ruined uh, by events, jamming. Yeah, it's it's so. It, they went on stage in Belgium and they done the like last song, and then the crowd didn't go encore, encore. So they didn't come back on, and the crowd were like furious. They come up to them like, "Why did you not come back on?" They're like, "We didn't ask for us." They were like, "It's Belgium, and you know you should know what to expect." <laughs> oh yeah, what what I don't like is it could be I could. They've got to be really big and famous, and I'll, I'll accept a little bit of talk in between songs. You don't or, like uh, stage banter? Yeah, or a really low level, say like a busker needs to like get people around and do a bit of banter. I don't, I don't mind that, but you know, it's just like like a wedding band, like talking between <laughs> songs. Like, mate, it's fucking, it's not, it's their wedding. Do you know what I mean? Just this this a... isn't, you, this isn't your day. No, like, no one's here for you, the singer. Like we're here because. These two assholes are paying for a dinner. Yeah. You've not got to be great as a wedding band for people to be like, fucking that band were great. Weddings are so it dull, was... generally. <laughs> that, that's what people were talking about. That band were fucking quality. Why are they not massive? Because they were doing James <laughs> Blunt covers. They did four James Blunt covers. <laughs> well, they kept playing Uptown Funk. because. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's one of them songs which just, that's like a party song. It's like, that's that, that is for music, isn't it? For, for children, that music. Up, down, you up, got it up, down, fuck you up. But it's so close to swearing, it's like there's a bit of an edge. There's no edge, mate, to that whatsoever. <laughs> up, down, fuck you up. That's pretty edgy, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. At, uh, that'd be good at a <laughs> wedding. If you ever, can you uh, play an instrument? Yeah, I've got I've got my guitar over behind me, and uh, I think there's a keyboard behind me. It's covered in yeah. soft toys. You can't really tell on the pot if you're listening to this podcast, but there's like several stuffed animals behind me. Uh, not my uh, collection. <laughs> but I, think, I can play it. I think playing live music would feel amazing. Like it looks, what? it's better. It's always better for the band, isn't it? Same as comedy, it's always better for the performer. Usually, a good well, gig. Feels better for the people on stage and the people off stage, surely. When I was at, when I started doing stand up, I was also in a hardcore punk band, uh, <laughs> which and I would try and do double ups where I would go to the thirteenth note, which was like a mad vegan 
bar with like a like a dungeon underneath it, and we'd play like the punk show, and I'd be like, I need to go do a gong show, and I'd like, <laughs> jump, <laughs> like jump in a taxi. I've got this. Uh, yeah, I've got got to try this three minute bit about having no confidence. Well, <laughs> 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 it's like even we done like a wee tiny tour where we went from Glasgow to like Nottingham. Leeds and then Gateshead, I think, was the wee loop we done. Yeah. Uh, when I was like 19, 20. And it was so, I thought I would love being on tour, but see, when you play bass, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but your whole day is towards this show, like, yeah. everything through the day and like having food so as you're ready for the gig and then doing the performance and then afterwards finding somewhere to sleep and shit like that. Yeah, it's I mean, like definitely get that the, sorted out before. Do you mean use all that time <laughs> to the gig? Definitely not, use all that time to sort out where you're sleeping. No, we're hard, a lot of time with hardcore punk tours. It's like literally you just ask people in the crowd, like, is there a place we can stay where the bands usually come through? Really? We get, yeah, yeah. It was kind of shit. I had a similar thing. Um, I did a gig in Narbuth. Narbuth. It's in <laughs> Wales, anyways. Deep, mm-hmm. deep Wales, and like, oh, it's um, this is the fee, or it's twenty quid less with accommodation. I was like, oh, I have accommodation. It's just, <laughs> it's just a woman's house from the gig. Oh mate, did you do well at it? I did I did well enough for it not to be, <laughs> not to be awkward? Yeah, because if that's a hard death, isn't it? I'd um, before we started recording, talk about gigging in Liverpool. I did um. <laughs> I did a Baby Blue one. You ever done Baby Blue in Liverpool? I never got the chance to do Baby Blue. Difficult, but I did did okay. One weekend I did okay there, and I was staying in a hostel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a dormitory. I didn't know I'd booked a dormitory. <laughs> and a stag do from the gig, the other people <laughs> in the dormitory. But they were they were really nice, really nice blokes. I've I've got oh. them on, still got them on social media. Really nice guys they were. But that could have been horrendous. That's rough, man. Yeah, that is absolutely rough. Yeah. But see, so when you're when you're like you're in a band and stuff, and you're playing bass. Like your role in the band is so background and so like underneath. Like mm. it's actually quite shit. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah. think live music is like it's good. I wanted to pick stuff that I do like, yeah. But I think are overrated. People act as if live music is like the be all end all of how good entertainment can be, and I'm just like, uh, it, it definitely, really. it definitely. I mean, I, I love live music, but it definitely defines some people's whole personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, look- and it's also just like liking the format. It's like you don't have specific bands who've changed your life, but may I just love live music. I love going out and. Just hearing new sounds and hearing new, <laughs> new, new voices. And I'm like, yeah. so 90% of music is shit. 90% of everything is shit. <laughs> it is. There's, to me, there's two kinds of live music. There's like people, like somebody playing covers, which mm-hmm. as a, I'd rather watch somebody playing covers. This means this sounds awful. I'd rather watch somebody playing covers than somebody trying to make their own thing. <laughs> Like, just stick to what we know is good. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean... As soon as you hear somebody say, this is, my, this is my new album, I was like, mate, you've not got, a, you've not got an album, though. Have you? Do you mean it's not... <laughs> are you talking about, like, buskers? Are you talking about going to see a band and being like, 
I'm talking Play like Beatles songs, Beatles <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm talking like you know, just like you probably know somebody who's a musician and have got their own Facebook page. And if they oh, got they if they got booked to do a gig in the town, <clears> you'd be like, and then they start playing their own stuff. You're like, mate, come on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know if I've ever I don't know what you're talking about, but like <laughs> What do you mean by that? Like someone gets, someone has a Facebook page. <laughs> no, that, so like with with comedy, right? So I don't know, like probably the level we're at, but respectively. Right. In, so you think we should do covers? I I'll do covers as in actual <laughs> songs as well, if I, if it helped. But you think people should book you, and you go do Lee Evans jokes in the town hall. Comedy is a bit different because it, once it's been once it's been seen, it's been seen. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of the magic of it's gone a bit. But with music, it can you can keep doing it. You can keep playing the same songs. Right. Okay. I kind of disagree with you, but so you, you'd rather you, you're in the <laughs> vegan cafe or whatever. That's a different story. Let's not talk about the vegan cafe. So say you like, you and your you and your girlfriend you're out for a meal. Yeah. A guy comes up with a. He starts setting up his PA in the corner. He's got a little. He's got a little guitar have... and that. You, you're mm-hmm. thinking, God, I hope he does his own stuff. Or you're thinking, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope he leaves. <laughs> I have left restaurants and I've left bars because I'm, I'm talking to my pals. I'm talking to my partner, whoever, talking to an enemy, and then a fucking guy with a guitar shows up and starts playing really loud and singing at me. And I'm like, I'm here. And didn't nobody's here for you? I've done that. I've my band played in a restaurant. Uh, it was like a, it's a bar called Block by Block. They do pizzas and they do like a kind of every day of the week. There's a different deal for food, and they have live music. And there isn't a separate venue. It's just in the restaurant. And when we started playing, there was about twelve people. And by the end of our set, there was like four people. Like people left because it doesn't work. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't work. So, but have you done gigs like that as a comedian? Have you done? Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Well, music is good as background sometimes, yeah. much like a Twitch stream. You know, it's yeah, good as yeah. background. But like, um, do you know? I don't like, but comedy doesn't work like that because you can kind of passively enjoy. Especially no. when there's like context and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, absolutely. Um, you mentioned one of your other things you think's overrated earlier, which right. actually that annoys me when people do that. As a comedian, you should know. You should know not. <laughs> what did I do? You said birthdays. Is that one of my choices? In it, I think so. Yeah. No beer. Oh shit! I've said that one as well. Yeah, that's complete. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, oh, this this I'm, I'm not actually no, I'm not, of course I'm not actually bothered. But you know, when you as a comedian, you should know not to reveal the what's to come later. I, f- I forgot, I forgot my choices. Well, you you haven't because you've said them all, so you, you know you know them somewhere. So but birthdays, I'm, I presume you're talking your your own birthday. Subconsciously, I knew, but yeah. consciously, I forgot. Is this really? ruined your podcast? I'm no, kidding. no, it's, this is this is great, mate. This is a uh... <laughs> so uh, birth birth. You're saying birthdays are overrated. I hate, I hate my birthday, man. Is it your birthday? Or everyone's birthday. I don't mind other people's. 
it's quite nice to give someone a present actually for the birthday mm. and go I, 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 I'm really happy you're alive and you've survived another year well done yeah um, but I, I, I think almost like we shouldn't be celebrating the anniversary of someone's birth like someone should just pick something that they're proud of in their own life and maybe we should celebrate the anniversary of that every year like how much better would it be if it was like it's been 17 years since you broke your virginity we've got you loads of presents just let's all yeah. think about it and remember it happy happy 30th what was that mate yeah. <laughs> That made you 30, you would have been 30. But yeah, that's quite dark. I uh, <laughs> my problem with birthdays is because I'm the same as I actually don't like birthdays. It's the same as what you're saying before. It's the have fun now. That's it's have fun now. Bit. Put but, some music on and hide a hole, and we're all gonna be having a good time. And what, like, oh, well, yeah. my problem with it is anything you do on your birthday, you've always got like the the background of this is my birthday, and I'm do you know what I mean? If you have to mm-hmm. Like, if you had to do something now, if you had to, like, clean the floor or whatever, you'd be like, it's my fucking birthday and I'm cleaning the floor. And I'm like, I'm like that with it. If I have to do anything, like, I've got to answer the door, it's my fucking... But do you know what I mean? It, it just makes... So you're pissed off? Yeah. I, you're like, at the same I, time, I want a fuss, but I also don't want a fuss. It's a weird thing of, I don't want a fuss, but do make a fuss, but... Do you know what I mean? I think I understand what you're saying. It's that kind of thing of, like, I don't like my birthday... So let's just chill out. Nobody go too crazy with the candles and shit like that. But then if I don't get the candles, yeah, and I don't get the cake. Like if I don't get the caterpillar cake with like uh, little Smarties fries, yeah, I'm gonna be really pissed off. But at the same time, I don't even like. I wouldn't be happy if I got it. So it's a total nightmare. No, I um, I don't know, man. It's like um, and I can't. I also don't like any my age. Do you know what I mean? I don't like. <laughs> Like I don't like how you're suddenly a year older. Look, you're yeah. telling everyone all year you're thirty or whatever. Then suddenly you're telling them you're thirty-one. Like this guy's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> this guy's changed, man. How can you suddenly suddenly be like you're telling everyone you're a different age straight away? No. So you think we should be like? We should do it by day. And yeah, think, day. Yeah. Yeah, maybe your age should be more specific. Do you know what I mean? Or you do say, <laughs> I think you've got to say, I've just turned 32. You can't say I'm 32. Because you'd be yeah. like, oh, you're. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the solution to your problem is, but I do. I know what you mean. It's like quite sudden sometimes. Yeah. And you get so used. You get so used to being the age you are, and then you. Like, I don't, I mean, I feel kind of 27 here, you know. Oh, you're 27, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes that makes sense then. That would be. And what about birthdays as a kid? Would you have like a party and stuff? Would you like family do stuff for you as a kid? Or have you always been the same? I think I've always been quite morose. So, like, even when I was a child, I'd be like, oh, why don't I have a real birthday? Like, why can't we invite my friends around and we'll have a real birthday with party bags and stuff? And then I got that. And I was just like, I fucking hate this, man. Everybody's looking at me all the time. Everybody's looking at me going, so what we got to do? Anyway. <laughs> I, had, um, I had a birthday party. I used to have like, parties when I was little at my nan's. And then one time we booked uh, booked the school hall. And it was, <laughs> it was fancy dress. The school hall? Yeah, the school hall, yeah. And um, it was fancy dress. <laughs> and I went as a wizard. Yeah. 
but for some reason I hadn't I decided not to wear pants underneath. What? Commando so, wizard? <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't join in any of the games because my fucking little dick was gonna come everywhere. <laughs> what do you mean? Why did you not because it's like a, why did you not wear pants? I didn't even didn't occur to me that I'd need pants on with it, but it was like a, ro- a long robe. Right. So this went over my head. And I thought, oh, that's good. And then when we got there, there's there all games and like limboing and all this. I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to. Just... <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit out. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. But that's a valuable lesson you've learned. You always need to wear pants. Yeah. No matter the <laughs> no matter the costume, <laughs> even wizards wear pants. Were you trying to be like period accurate, like in medieval <laughs> times? In Arthur's round table, nobody was wearing pants. And then obviously, oh, a lot of lads when they're young, like <laughs> fancy dress, they just wear a football kit, won't they? I'm coming as a, I'm coming as a, <laughs> coming as a Liverpool player, and I'm there as a, with a wizard with no pants on. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm hating this. <laughs> Those people though who go as a Liverpool player or whatever, like, it's so sad because. They never stop wearing that costume. Like, <laughs> no. They grow up and they're still wearing it. It's the same for World Book Day. <laughs> Stephen Gerrard's autobiography. Is that is that what you're classing as? <laughs> World Book Day. <laughs> I think that's the sign of a dad who doesn't uh, love him. Yeah. Does it, does it, somebody it, has the same costume for <laughs> Fancy Dress and World Book Day and Sports Day. <laughs> if you ever had like a really depressing birthday or anything that's happened bad on a birthday well, I'm just trying to think where this where this comes from get to the bottom of it do you know what I mean oh, yeah. therapy is expensive so I really appreciate this no, that's no problem um, I think um, do you know I've had some good ones I know we don't, we're not here but I think I realised a couple of years ago, I was like, birthdays are okay if you spend them with the right people. It's just that I was spending my birthdays with, like, my family and <laughs> my, my friends, you know? Yeah, okay. That's where you go, wrong. <laughs> but if you spend it with people, like, uh, like, I think my girlfriend has a good job where she, it was my birthday and she was like, right, we're not going out, we're not going to see any bands or anything. She just made spaghetti meatballs and uh, put like an Italian blanket on the bed and we just pretended it was an Italian restaurant. That was quite nice. That is nice. I think that's the key. Don't do too much. Don't do don't, too much. Don't don't spend it with people you don't like. Because I, uh, I, you see other people when they, they go out for the birthday and it's always their own murder because they've drank too much or they've, they've fallen <laughs> out with somebody. It's, it's they're, too, they're in a state of, I mean, they're too hyped. They're too hyped up for it. And they end up ruining yeah. it. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've had any really, really bad ones. What was your, other than the wizard thing, have you had any really bad birthdays? No, not not bad birthdays. Uh, I, my last, my 30th was quite bad, actually. What? Well, my, my birthday is similar to Roscoe, who mentioned it. My birthday is in August, 25th of August. Right. Fringe birthday. Yeah. And I think it was like a Tuesday in the last week <laughs> of the fringe. Oh. So I had about six people in my show. Rough. Uh, and that morning, uh, Lucinda, my wife, came to visit me and we're like, oh, we'll go walk up Arthur's seat. Just stood in dog, dog shit straight away. 
I know, I was, just, I was in a bad mood. You know when Edinburgh, you've had enough of Edinburgh. Like, it's great oh. at the start. Then it's like, oh, this is still good. Then you have a bit, you have a, a, the odd shit day. But then at the mm-hmm. end, it's like, oh, this is great at the end again. I was in the yeah. bit where it was just getting a bit, oh, I could, I could go home now. The doldrums of like, this is such an expensive mistake that yeah. is a fixed game and really makes me want to tear my skin off and throw it at people in the street. Yeah. And I think... Yeah. If but I it gets better again, you know. It gets better. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if honestly, I would, um, I would go home in Edinburgh if I was having, if I was having a really bad time. What you show shit in the first week, <laughs> get yourself home. If you, Jimmy, you know I mean? if, if you want to go go home, just go home. People, I think people say how do give is. up a lot. I think so, in yeah. the free friend, I think there is a thing in the free friend sometimes of like. If you don't have a show, kick about because people do give up a weekend when they realise it's you know it's fucked. Yeah, it's hard. Home. So I, I yeah. wouldn't blame people. Yeah, there was a guy last time, wasn't there, who who, who cancelled his show after about three days. <laughs> 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 like, give it. A, I mean, try and fix it. Do you mean if give it yeah. a week, can it? Do a week at least. Yeah. Have you ever had any? Um, how, how is the fringe for you? Do you kind of is it? Is it frustrating as a Scottish act to suddenly have the whole of comedy descend on? Well, uh, it's one of the things where if you go into it not knowing what you want from it, you will inevitably be disappointed because you can't have everything. Like you ha- can't have good sales, good reviews, mm. like a good time with your pals. Like I think you should either you should just aim for one thing that you want from it and work towards that. Because yeah. if you just go in going, I hope I have a good time, that's never going to happen, do you know what I mean? But if you're like, <laughs> if, you, if you just want to like get better, even as a goal, like, oh, I'll go and it'll be tough, but at the end of it, I will be better at stand-up. That's a good goal to have, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Like, maybe something nice will happen, it's like, it won't. But I don't. I also don't know if it does make you better at stand-up. I think can it do. I don't know if it, it, I think if you're very new, it can. And yeah. I think long term you can learn from it long term. Mm-hmm. But these people are like they've learned so much in the month. I was like, no, you haven't. You've you haven't. <laughs> it's hard to I, I, I think you I mean, I think I, I completely disagree with you. I've seen people go in shape and come out still shape but better, you know, like <laughs> Yeah, but those people, that's like, do you know what I mean? If you're really sh- if you're really poor, if you've never done stand up before and you went to the fringe <laughs> for a month, you'd be better, yeah. <laughs> but you think you're doing the same show mm-hmm. every day? Yeah. How is that making you better? It's, do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> if you if you do you 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 can play a song right on the guitar. You and play then the you play song. it every day for an hour for a month. You don't think you'll get better, Josh? You'd be better at playing that song, yeah. What, 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 what else could you be wanting to do? <laughs> That's, I suppose, but I'm, all this, it's a training ground. I, I'm just not, I think that's what people say when they've had an um, objectively bad time. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So what are you saying about me? <laughs> but do you know when you've, like I always, you know, you, you come away and it's like, oh, I had a good time. But yeah, but did I? <laughs> if I, well, that's, around, how I feel about, that's how I feel about birthdays. It's like, did you have a good birthday? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't enjoy anything, so, like, compared to everything else, it was just as good. Yeah. But you, but you do there's, 
you say you're a morose guy. You do enjoy things, don't you? You do, you know, you do. You take pleasure in little things, don't you? I think as a person. Yeah. No, I like kind of. Um, I just like being left alone and <laughs> like. Um, yeah. Just kind of like being left to my own devices and kind of <laughs> just like I don't like. I, I, I used to kind of crave attention when I was like a teenager and I would kind of make an arse of myself mm. uh, at parties and stuff. I don't do that anymore because I have, well, had stand-up as a release. Like, I get the attention for like 200 people and they're yeah. like, this guy's all right, isn't he? This guy's all right. And then, you know, I don't need that in my personal life. So I kind of like just the, the, the quiet moments. Yeah, I saw Tom Allen talking about stand-up. It's like, um, you're like... You're at the party on your terms. Oh, you, what a great way to put it. That's like, beautiful. Like you've gone, you've had everyone's attention for 20 minutes and then you've left. <laughs> Which is, that's amazing, isn't it? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's it. He's he's absolutely nailed it. You've uh, you've said beer is your, is your third thing. I'm assuming you I, like you like beer. This is another thing you like, isn't it? But you think is... We've had beers before, you know. I'm, I'm not mm. adverse to beer. I, I like beer, but uh, it's not good, is it? It's not like uh, it doesn't taste very nice. Um, <laughs> the kind of drunk that it gets you is quite a heavy, lazy drunk. It tires you out. It's a lot of carbohydrates. I mean, it's like eating a loaf of bread when you have like four pints. It's, it's very heavy. Um, takes too long to get if you're just drinking to get drunk like i like to drink to get drunk to escape my mind you know so i'll mm. have a rum and shit like that and then i'm there you know i'm straight there in half an hour yeah beers, you know but then my problem with rum is it's too it, that's too quick and it that's over too quick if you jimmy you, you have a shot of rum and it's gone you're, thir- you're thirsty straight away you're not have another one yeah it's not really a thirst quenching drink is it but i suppose Rum and Coke, rum and apple juice, you know. So you want me to start ordering rum, rum and apple juice? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see you walk into your bar and say, can I have a rum and apple juice, please? <laughs> Is that a good drink? Honestly, Is that nice? I've never... Yeah, it's just quite nice. It's not as good as a rum and Coke, but if you're trying to stay off sugar. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of sugar in apple juice. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I've never... Yeah. I've never looked to the label. I suppose it's less gassy, isn't it? And that's that's a problem with it. Do you like ales? Would you like... Um... I like beer. Like, I like... I'm not too... I don't like India pale ales, IPAs, as some people call them. Yeah. Uh, I don't like kind of... I like a lager. I like a kind of crisp, mm. normal... I, when I go into, like, a craft ale place, I go, hi there, what is your most boring drink? Mm. And they go house lager, and I go, well, give me a half a pint of that. It's I also don't like. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a glass of get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. He's a weirdo. Um, do you know I like? Um, I don't like the pint system of drinking a pint of beer. Like I feel like that's too much. Like you wouldn't drink a pint of milk, would you? No, probably no, probably not. But I mean, it's completely different. You would drink a pint of acid. You, 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 <laughs> but you wouldn't drink anything of acid. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Right? <laughs> you, you wouldn't drink a pint of mayonnaise. You could say, Jimmy. You could say anything. But that's but... not because that's not a drink. 
Well, that's exactly more reason why you wouldn't be drinking it. Right, here's how they're similar, right? <laughs> Beer and milk are both drinks. Yeah. End of discussion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But no, do, you, do you like beer? What's your argument in favour of beer? No, I, I like beer. Yeah, I, I like beer. But then a bad, there's a lot of bad beer around. Even beer that can be good, yeah, is completely different in one pub than it is to another pub. Oh yeah, like when I'm ever, if I'm ever in Ireland, be it you know Belfast or Dublin or Galway or wherever, I will get a Guinness. I would never have a Guinness anywhere else, but because the pipes are hot, do you know what I mean? They're getting. That's, that's a that's a, a bar phrase. I'm not sure yeah. if you're familiar with. Pipes are pretty uh, hot tonight. <laughs> yeah, pipes are hot. I'll have a Guinness, but uh, you know, if I'm in London, I'll... you know, it's a real power move, and I love doing it. <clears throat> it takes a level of confidence. So, is if you've got a beer and it's bad, and you take it back to the bar and you say that's not right. <laughs> that feels that feels good. That does. But After do you've done you, it I mean... six times, the guy's like, "I think you don't like beer, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I've had that though when I've went, uh, like, I just don't like the taste of beer really. So I've been like, that tastes weird. Do you know what I think? Like, if it is weird, I'll say to someone I'm with, I'll be like, this tastes weird. No, they'll have a sip and they'll go, that is weird. So I've went up to the bar and said, I don't think this is right. And the guy took a sip and went, that's fine, give me back. Like, I feel like you have a kind of, how tall are you? Do you know what I mean? Like, six, two? Like, yeah, maybe now, yeah. I don't want your, you know, your your listeners thinking you, you, you know, being intimidated by the fact that you're a big beefcake. But <laughs> you sending a pint back is a different vibe for me sending a pint back. Yeah, I, I kind of see what you mean, but also I, I think it doesn't. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. A lot of these beers. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if I look at that. Is that taste wrong? But it might just be the flavour of that beer. Yeah. As payment for something or as a present for something recently, I got a subscription to something called Beer 52. Oh, yeah. I know a few people into this. Are they into it? Because I got no, it. No, they're not into it, but they've had the delivery. <laughs> yeah. I had my free one. And uh, you're looking at the bottles and it's like a fucking picture of a bird. Like a sparrow <laughs> or something. And you're like, well, how is this going to taste? Do you have... <laughs> Or it's like a snowman or something. You're like, oh, yeah. would this? I just, I'm, I, I really don't like it. I like Some, sometimes those beers, the beer fifty two. There's a reason this Ukrainian lager hasn't broke the British market because <laughs> it's not got mass appeal. Do you know what I mean let's keep it over there? <laughs> but I don't understand the the type of. Like, I guess it's a wee bit like coffee. Like I never really understood like uh, good coffee and stuff till I started like drinking good coffee. Yeah, I mean, we we went for a nice coffee in Glasgow. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, artisan roast. I remember it. How are those guys doing? <laughs> are they doing takeouts? I walked past artisan roast the other day, and the queue was nine deep. Complaints, I'd imagine. <laughs> 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 no, it's good. It's good. Nice coffee. <laughs> but uh, do you know? Maybe if you're pure into it, you can tell the differences between like craft beers and stuff. But yeah, it's like I just think... I, I don't know. I think I, I like something like i'll be like i'll have like a beer or something and and somebody like oh what do you think to it but like oh yeah it's nice but i couldn't have 10 of them it's like well no one's asking you to have 10. <laughs> I, mean, I think sometimes it's just like it it is just a taste like, i have a bit oh that's a nice little half point of that do it's you like, like very heavy li- sorry have you ever had like a schooner um what's that i think i have 
So I, I, I used to go with this girl who lived in St Andrews, which is like, I don't know if you've been to St Andrews, like a pure wank student <laughs> town, right? <laughs> it's like uh, really wanky and they have a, a, a nice, a, it is, I'm not going to act as if, you know, pretentious things aren't nice sometimes. They have like yeah. a nice um, stab co, it's called, St Andrews Brewing Company. Okay. And they refuse to serve pints. They do schooners, which are two-third sized little goblets. Okay. And I prefer that because it's less beer, so it's less pressure to drink a full one. Yeah. And then also, like, it doesn't go flat. I hate the last third of a pint. Whenever I'm drinking with people, they're like, why are you not drinking the end of that? I'm like, because it's went off. Like, there's no more bubbles in it. Yeah, a lot. I think a lot of people are like that. The, the last bit you are just forcing down. And that's of anything. That's a can. That's a bottle. <laughs> yeah. But, but then I, I, think, I don't think that eliminates, surely the last third of any measurement of beer is <laughs> the worst bit. No, because you're drinking it quicker. Okay. The reason a pint shite is because it's been sitting there for like 25 minutes. I wonder what that must been... be interested to know where that comes from, because it obviously comes from somewhere, doesn't it, the points measurement? That is obviously uh, down the mines or something. I don't know, that's usually... <laughs> down the mines? Yeah, well, that's just where a lot of things come from, isn't it? Good old pint of coal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy, yeah. No, I, I like a beer, man. But I can, I can see, I can see where you, you're coming from. I think it's uh, is there's always marketing and branding beyond these things. And I think in the last two years, these IPAs and stuff, they've had a real, real kind of like tomahawk goose <laughs> IPA. Well, what is? Do you know what I mean it's what is it? Tomahawk goose. <laughs> tomahawk goose. It's an, that. Pass it, tomahawk goose, please, governor. You'd like, okay. <laughs> Give me a justice smile. Oh, that's good. I'll go for that. Um, <laughs> mate, we'll do your, over, uh, your underrated thing. Your underrated, it's a place. This is something that uh, is quite, this to me is like a safe place, you know. Um, Waterstones, underrated yeah. as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's You're a big, big fan of Waterstones? I, I like Waterstones, yeah. It's it's big, but big, very big uh, retailer. Incredibly big retailer, really. Do you think in terms of like the space they use? I'm talking floor space. I'm talking <laughs> amount of branches. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's a house. They're they, they do it. They must be doing well because and they're competing against directly against Amazon and the Kindle. Yeah, it's fucked. Do you oh, go to the one in Birmingham? Yeah, it's big, isn't it? Nice cafe on a le- level three as well. Nice cafe level three. You've got the wee sidebar. Don't know if you've seen that. Kind of next to the toilets, there's like a wee bit just for like two people to sit on very high chairs. Okay. Uh, well, like a wee kind of bar. Near the toilets. Kinda, near the toilets, yeah. And it's, it's just like wherever I'm tra- whenever I'm traveling, I'm not traveled in a year, obviously, because uh, it's a plague. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I always go to Waterstones. And I, you can, I used to have a job in town in Glasgow where I would hand out flyers during the day like for the road closures and stuff. And then that would end about three and I would have a gig at half eight and I would have five hours to kill. Mm. And I would just go to Waterstones and sit down and just read for five hours. And you're allowed so, to do that? What What is the etiquette? Can you go in and pick a book off the shelf and read it? I have finished entire books. <laughs> I have read whole volumes, at least three John Ronson novels consumed <laughs> by just like, nobody checks on you. And you, listen, you're, you're sharing your space with other people who also 
like you know, a, no people who like you know just need a place to sit so it's quite scary sometimes but so yeah, you've gone. People... So you you go. You, you've gone in, right? But you picked a book off the shelf, and you stood up. Stood up reading the book. They have chairs. For, for those, oh, so obviously sitting down is encouraged. I'm. I'm. A, whenever I've been into a Waterstones, I I go to the cafe. Obviously, I look mm. at the books and whatever. You, you can go. The, you can go to the cafe. Yeah. You can take a book from the shelf. Go to the cafe with it. Sit down, and as long as you are strong enough inside that the barista's gaze doesn't you know, upset right. you. Yeah, yeah. You can sit there as long as you want. They're not going to phone the police. That's what I said to them. I said, you're not going to phone the police, so <laughs> stop looking. You haven't, technically, legally, it's probably a bit of a grey area. You haven't stolen anything. Well, it's not left about, the premises. I remember hearing this kind of theory about live music, um, which is that, you know, when you are in a band and you're playing a show, People, the, the venue isn't making money for you. They're making money from the booze. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I kind of feel that way about Waterstones. Like, they're not making money for the books. They're making money for, like, little tarts. You know what I mean? So you're buying the tart in there, then? Like, in the cafe? So, But, you, 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 you? but are you buying the tart or not? Because if... So, so, wait, do you think I'm... Borrowing the book and then also borrowing a cake. <laughs> to me, you just sat down reading the book, putting the book and going out again. Because then they're not making money from in any way, are they? <laughs> right, but that's me abusing the system. That's their business model that I'm abusing and have abused several times. I've <laughs> shot myself in so many whilst on because I get really hungover and I find a safe place, which is there. Then I, 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 you know, I shot myself. <laughs> So you, the reason you think Waterstones is underrated is because they're not clamping down on your personal behaviour in there. <laughs> they deserve more credit. <laughs> That's all anybody wants is just, you know, a space to be them. And but there, there's a nice vibe, isn't there, in Waterstones? It's like um, there's not a pressure to, to sell, is there? There's not like a... No. It's like a library, but libraries smell weird and... Uh, you know, it's a capitalist library, isn't it? I suppose the... that's all I've ever wanted is a capitalist library. Man. Yeah, but oh, you yeah. Do, I mean, it's just it's so cool. We have how many spaces are there in life just now where you can go and you don't need to spend any money and there's no pressure. But, mate, you do. You. This is what this is. What, but I think that they would want you to spend money. It's not a place where you can go and. <laughs> but yeah. I've been who, who, who's gonna who's gonna get me into trouble? I hate getting into trouble. Do you know what I mean I hate being a bother to people? But you're not bothering anybody, you know? No, no, and it's it's you're not really doing anything wrong, are you? No, I mean it's bad for the authors. I feel bad for John Ronson. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm a millionaire. Like how am I supposed to? You know, I'm I'm, I'm hardly denting his armor. Yeah. And also, I feel like um, books are quite expensive, aren't they? In terms of if you, it's hard, isn't it? Because you're getting a lot of. If you think of the time and thought and years of maybe gone into writing that book, mm-hmm. and then a tenner is nothing for those. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you actually well, just... think this is just paper and a DVD is like three quid, <laughs> it seems, <laughs> seems extortionate. But then a book, you know, it, I've, I'm a fast reader, so I, I'm really not getting like I read. Uh, the one that just won the Booker Prize there, Shuggy Bane, by a guy called Douglas Stewart. It's about a wee gay guy growing up in Glasgow and his dad's fucking crazy and shit. I read that. 
What's that called? Cool? I'd like that. Shuggy Bane. Shuggy Bane. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Uh, really funny, like in a dark way. Uh, and that's, um, I mean, he took 10 years writing that. Uh, and I read it in a day. Do you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. sat down on New Year's Day yeah. as well. Give me, give me a challenge, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good, man. I, I, I find, um, I don't know if you find this with books and TV, I find almost everything triggering. Almost triggering in what way? Emotionally? Like, yeah. You crying a lot? Just, yeah, crying, but also feeling sad or... That's good. Is it? Is that, is that a good thing? Does that mean I'm... <laughs> does that mean I'm close to... I'm reading a book at the minute called... It's called Tony 10, if you heard of this. Is it like the sequel to Ben 10? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> it's Ben 10, age 40, middle-aged man. <laughs> so I'm going to them alien things. Yeah, yeah. What about, is it about? It's about a guy who's... Um, he lives in Ireland. He was a. It's a true story. He's a postman, and he starts gam- gambling, and he gets into a lot of trouble, and he ends up trying to rob a post office. Right. Okay. And I'm is reading that. It is good, yeah. But as I read that, I'm like, oh my god. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's scary, isn't it? That, that can just. He started yeah. off just like at school and go to school, going to college, getting a job, and then suddenly it's. It is scary, isn't it? But that's you know. Do you cry at like films? Yeah, every film, every film. But really? like, and moments throughout the film as well. Anything you... where, anything where, like, um, I don't know, if somebody says, I'm proud of you, or somebody shows any kind of loyalty to, wow. a, to another character, I'm just in tears. Is, do you well, feel like people aren't loyal enough to you in your real life? No, I don't feel that. I just feel like, oh, <laughs> I just love to see, it's a lovely thing to see, in it? Or, you know, if somebody's like, is down and out and then makes, you know, or somebody stands up for themselves in any way. Do you know, I keep crying at Spider-Man films. Really? I don't know why, but like Spider-Man 2, uh, the one for 2004 with Alfred Molina, Dr. Octopus, uh, Spider-Man, Homecoming, you know, Infinity War, where he, you know, he dies at the end and he comes back to life in the next one. Him dying and then him coming back to life both made me cry. But yeah. I can watch a film about like soldiers who are like dying in the trenches. And I'm like, whatever. But like, yeah. spy- so for some reason, Spider Man really fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, that was Christopher MacArthur Boyd. Check him out on uh, social media, on YouTube. He's probably got a website. It- I don't, you don't go into people's websites now, do you? You don't need to. Everything is just on the socials, as the kids say. So thanks for downloading, and I'll speak to you next week.